That was a rut in reverse. This is take two. Yeah, (laughs) We're back anyway. Well, lucky we're back. We were just in some deep conversation then about the universe and the evolution of planets. Yeah. Um, But today's topic, what do we do first when we're in the gym? Cardio or weights? Yeah. Interesting topic. The age old chicken and egg question. Chicken (laughs) or the egg? (laughs) (laughs) Personally, I like to separate my cardio and my weights workouts wherever I can. But I remember a point in time where I only had a, a chance to sort of get in the gym three or four times a week and I had to cover both. So I guess this applies to those people. Yeah. What do you do? Well, do you separate it or do you? My answer to every question oh, is. It depends. It depends. Depends on a few things. <laughs> <laughs> so you never really get an answer. What are your goals? It depends <laughs> what you're trying to achieve from, from your workouts, right? So, you know, or does it? It does. Does it? Yeah. It does. If you're trying to improve your aerobic fitness, you know, um, focusing most of your, your, your exercise time, because time is, you know, the limited factor here. If we could work out um, all, all hours of the day, you know, mm. if we didn't have jobs, I'd be working out three times a day, something like that, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, this is the real world. We've got to eat. We've got to talk to people. We've got to, you know, live our lives. So let's assume we only work out one, one time a day. Um, um, you know, do you... Most people jumping in the gym, you know, the typical old school advice is do some cardio first, get your heart rate up, go lift some weights. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like use, use five to ten minutes of cardio as a bit of a warm-up, nothing too intense. That kind of makes sense. So, yeah. yeah. And, and look, I'd probably still agree with that. Yeah, but, you know, if you're focusing on um, building your endu- um, aerobic endurance, you know, maybe that ten minutes of cardio is probably not enough to, to get you to that level to really make some good improvements. There's three real scenarios, right? You want to get bigger or stronger. You want to lose weight, or you want to improve your your cardiovascular output. Yeah. So you know, depending on what your goal is, that's what you want to focus your effort on, and what you focus in your effort on is what you do first. So the outlier is improving your cardiovascular fitness as your main goal. Obviously. Yeah. You want to concentrate on cardio first. Yeah, and then maybe, you know, using weights to supplement that by offsetting the muscle loss that you're going to get from extended periods of cardio. Mm-hmm. But if you're like, you know, somebody that lifts weights, like the most of the people that are uh, we're talking to, not all of the people, but most of the people, um, you know, you're going to want to do your weights first. But that doesn't mean skip your warm-up. You know, you still have to do a warm-up to um, get your body primed for, for these main exercises. And a warm-up, which we'll talk about maybe in a, in a future episode, is, um, you know, to... To, to prepare yourself in a few different ways. So why weights first? I guess we should probably look at like energy systems that we're using when we're doing cardio and then when we're doing weights and how it differs. Yeah. Um, well, I guess we could look at energy system, but the main thing is, you know, um, trying to make an efficient use of your time, right? Mm-hmm. If you burn yourself too much in cardio, you're going to compromise your weightlifting session. So if you want to have optimal weightlifting session, you know, you, you don't want to be too fatigued from cardio to, to do that. Yeah. And from a fat loss perspective, it actually makes sense to do cardio after weights also. Um, yep, I guess there's, um, there's some, <laughs> some benefits there as well. <laughs> yep. Well, well while you, when you're doing resistance training, right, you're, using, you're not using your aerobic um, energy system. Yeah, that's correct. So you are actually bl- burning glycogen at a higher rate doing weights. Yeah. And people would think the opposite. Like, I need to burn energy by doing cardio for fat loss. But in actual fact, you, you're, you're actually burning more energy by doing weights. 
Yeah, and you know, depending on the type of um, exercise you're doing, and we talked about this in a previous episode. You know, there's three main energy systems: your creatine phosphogen system, your anaerobic system, and your aerobic system. Depending on the intensity of of the workout, that's what you're going to use. So, you know, sprints and sprints and jumping and explosive things. That's weights. your creatine um, system. Oh, yep. Anaerobic exercise like weights. Weights. Yep. That's you know where you're going to be using your muscle glycogen and um, fueling your muscles that way. And then aerobic is really for um, low, lower intensity mm-hmm. um, exercise, but things you know with a, a longer endurance, like running or even walking. So by doing weights first, you, you're you're utilizing muscle glycogen as your main sort of source of energy. And then, and and how much sort of stored muscle glycogen have you got before you start to sort of your body starts to look for other sources of energy? Like how long can you train for doing weights before you deplete your glycogen stores? Well, everybody's different, but you know, you've got muscle glycogen and liver glycogen, which um, both can be, um, you know, depleted during uh, during different types of training. But, um, you know, typically throughout a workout, yeah, um, once you've once you've gone through all your glycogen, you're going to start shifting through to, to other energy systems. So, so when, you, when you're training weights, say you've burnt through all your muscle glycogen, what would your... Like utilizing the the anaerobic system, what would be your sort of backup energy source from there? Um, well, Is it fat or protein during uh, weights? Uh, it, it 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 depends, but it's probably protein, right? It's yeah. probably your muscles themselves that. Um, I think Ross already knows the answer. I, I know he question. knows the answer, and Duran knows the answer too. But and that's where sort of cardio and weights differ, right? You're both using muscle glycogen as your primary energy source mm-hmm. um, to convert to ATP energy, but. As a backup energy source, say you've trained 40 to 60 minutes of weights, you, you don't have endless amounts of muscle glycogen, so your body's going to sort of shift and start to look for other energy sources. When you're doing weights, it'll, it'll, it'll start to look for protein as an energy source, which is muscle tissue. When you're doing cardio, it, it'll, it'll look to use body fat or stored fat as, a, as an energy source. Which we, we've touched on before, and you've mentioned that that's the reason why guys who ex- were in the gym lifting weights for an hour and a half will eventually plateau and stop seeing any more size because yeah. they're running through their, you know, once they run out of glycogen, you said they're running out, they're going through their protein. Well, well plateauing ha- has more to do with, uh, you know, your adaptations to training rather yeah. than your energy. But like um, a good way to think about it is like gears on a bicycle, right? So, you know, at, at, the, hard, at the hard gear, you're pedaling hard, but you can't last for that long, you know, um, so, but you're going the fastest, you know, at, at a lighter gear, you can pedal for a decent time uh, and go, you know, a decent speed. But it'll still tire you out after a while. But then if you go to like, you know, first gear on a bicycle, you're just going to be pedaling forever, but <laughs> you're not going to be moving too much. And that's kind of like the difference between your energy systems, you know? I love your analogies. Yeah. That's a good analogy. But yeah, so that there lies the problem with doing cardio first, right? You're doing 20 to 30 minutes of cardio. You're primarily using muscle glycogen. You've used up, I don't know, half your muscle glycogen. And then you start to do weights after it. Mm. You might use the remaining muscle glycogen that you've got stored. And then because you're doing weights training, your body might shift over and start using protein as an energy source. Yeah. So you're breaking, breaking down muscle tissue probably at a higher rate by doing weights second. Yeah. yeah. Whereas if you do weights first, utilize your muscle glycogen for weights. Mm. When it's time to do cardio, that lower intensity, slower sort of activity, yeah. you will use um, store body fat as, as your energy source. So yeah. on that, it sounds like regardless of your goal, 
you do in general want to be doing weights before cardio. Unless your goal is to significantly improve your cardiovascular okay. fitness. Cool. Yeah. Well, then, then weights probably wouldn't be a huge factor in your whole training regime anyway. Yeah. It might just be a supplementary extra exercise you do. And yeah. I can imagine most people who follow those goals are already long-distance runners who probably aren't too worried about losing body fat in the first place. Well, they yeah. probably wouldn't have a lot of body fat yeah. to, to exactly. use. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I guess, you know, that's probably the best way to put it. If, um, if you're doing anything but, you know, focusing on your aerobic capacity, do weights first. But, you know, in the ideal world, depending on your sport, because you might have requirements to improve your fitness and improve your strength, right? Mm-hmm. Um, leg. Yeah. Well, then, you know, maybe you'd be doing these, splitting these trainings to different days and trying to optimize them to get the, bos- the most out of it. Good example is boxing, right? Boxing um, and martial arts, I guess, you know, you do your training, you do your, um, uh, but you never do your weights on the same day. Yeah. Yeah. Except you, you do it. I was reading just before we came in here, I was just reading a, a study that came out of the University of Tokyo. It was um, published in Medicine and Science and Sports. I'll just read it out. It found that doing cardio after weight training burned more fat during the first 15 minutes of the cardio session than doing the cardio before lifting. Yeah. So it sort of backs up what we've just sort yeah. of talked about then. Yeah. Mm. What so about Epoch? What do you know about um, Epoch? Oh, from The Simpsons. Yeah. No. What? Th- e- epoch. A thousand the highest trap forever. E- e- epoch is your. Um, we talked about it previously. It's your excess post oxygen consumption. <coughs> so how much oxygen you're burning after the exercise, and you know people think this has a big role in fat loss. Mm-hmm. And people think, you know, in sprints in particular, in high intensity exercise, you know, you're only sprinting for a short, short time, but your post exercise oxygen consumption is so high that's what's going to have a big impact on your on your fat loss and your fitness. So would that EPOC response be greater from a weights workout than it would from a cardio workout? Um, yeah. yeah. Um, so it has to do with intensity, right? So the more yes. intense the workout, the, um, typically the greater the, the EPOC. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it, weights are typically more intense than cardio, right? You know, some people find it hard to uh, distinguish, you know, um, about intensity when it comes to different exercises. But... Um, you know, it's it's something you can kind of uh, kind of grasp. You know, how hard is this? Mm. That's mm. intensity. So you want to generate the highest form of intensity from the thing that that um, has the the biggest response on on epoch, which is weight training. So you want to put the maximal amount of effort into your weight training rather than putting maximal amount of effort into slow, steady state cardiovascular training mm. to create that response, right? Exactly. So I think we've um, we've we've solved it. Yeah. What do you do? We didn't ask you. Um, I, I separate them. Yeah. Um, and whenever I do do cardio, it's it, it's generally, uh, if it is on the same day, it's it's either mor- morning and night sessions. So I do weights in the morning and cardio at night. But if I had if I had to combine, it'd definitely be after weights. I have done that previously when I was doing sort of bodybuilding comps and I needed to get extra cardio in. Um, I did it after my weight session and had a much better um, response than than either doing it separately or um, not doing it at all. If yeah. you had a choice of only doing one, cardio or weights, what would you do? Well, I think i make that choice <laughs> <laughs> every day. <laughs> no, and, uh, actually, I found out the hard... You do cardio, you're I, doing boxing and everything. Oh, no, yeah, so I do a bit of cardio, yeah, but actually... You can hear him doing the hoos <laughs> <laughs> I found out the hard way. Um, I had a, a bit of a, uh, a training session uh, two weeks ago and I hadn't done cardio, cardio for a little bit and I was also, you know, on holiday, went to my parents' house in New Zealand eating junk food. And I came back. Weight, weightlifting was still there. My strength was still there. When it, but when I went to go do cardio, I was wrecked. 
right? Mm. So it's important to you know keep training cardio and keep um, keep this cardiovascular fitness high, not just focusing on um, strength and 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 things. Agreed. And cardiovascular fitness, I mean, it, it actually helps contribute to your weight training sessions. You you're actually recovering more efficiently in between sets. And it allows you to continue to train at a, fa- a fairly high intensity throughout the whole workout rather than sort of dying halfway through it. Yeah. So, yeah, while I ask that question, what would you, if you only had the choice of one, I still recommend everyone do both. Well, in some situations, elite powerlifters will avoid um, cardio altogether because, you know, it's detracting from your goal, which is strength. So mm-hmm. you don't want to waste any energy on cardio. Um, you know, you m- want to be focusing on strength. Might not necessarily be the most sustainable approach, but you know, just before a, a weightlifting competition, you're not going to be wanting to do any cardio at all. Mm. Yeah, no, that makes sense, and it, it again depends on the sport, the sport, and probably um, powerlifting and Olympic lifting things like that are probably the exception. The reverse is also a bad idea as well, because if you're only ever doing cardio, i.e., running, and you're not doing any uh, muscle exercises to support, you know, your joints and your knees and whatnot, you're just going to cause damage. Yeah, look, it's a a fine line. If you've got like an endurance athlete, right, usually they're a smaller frame, low body fat style athlete. Um, Any additional body weight is going to hinder their performance in their long distance activity, right? So they, although they do need muscle tissue to keep them strong and healthy, all their joints and everything, they they need to be careful not to put on too much muscle to hinder their performance. Just maintenance muscle. And and you can see it in a lot of sports, you know, like if you watch rugby, rugby league uh you know you look at the props right that's why they 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 rotate them so often these guys are you know packed full of muscle uh not known for the best cardiovascular fitness so they have to substitute them you know more frequently than um you know like a half for example yeah and that's changed heaps over the years even if you look at rugby league the the game has become that fast and that open now that um even the the forwards uh they're still big boys, but they're but they're much leaner. Um, got some speed. Yeah, yeah got speed and agility, and it has become a very different game. But um, again, you know, they're optimized for speed and power, which you know, training wise, comes at the expense of, of, of your cardio sometimes. Yeah, and you, you even see the differences in like from league to union, right? Look at all the guys in union; they're generally a lot sort of shorter, stockier, carrying a lot more body fat, a lot more muscle tissue. Um, they're, I mean, they're they're packing down and a lot of what they do is, is, is just power and sort of strength. Um, so it is a different game, different applications for every sport. Yeah, and if you're watching, you know, martial arts, that's where you kind of notice it a lot. If, when somebody's gassed and their mouth open and they're taking big breaths, that's when they're in trouble because, you know, when your cardio's gone, you're, <laughs> you're just trying to focus on, on staying alive. <laughs> I guess like martial arts, like MMA, and the, if you watch the UFC, they're the perfect example of a combination of both... Um, sort of muscularity, uh, muscular strength, power, agility, but also cardiovascular fitness. Mm. Um, obviously, different athletes, like you've got a Nate Diaz, who is, who is known for his sort of endurance and sort of putting the pressure on in the later rounds, who doesn't carry as much muscle tissue. And then you've got some of the bigger, more muscled guys that are much more explosive and powerful, but um, they might start to sort of fade off when it gets to those sort of fourth and fifth rounds. So... They, they know what they bring to the cage and they obviously have to have a game plan around it. But um, those athletes are the masters of combining sort of both strength and cardiovascular. Yeah. And, you know, you're not set uh, for life as being a cardio guy or a weight guy. You know, you can you can experiment with each and get to your optimal, um, you know, um, composition or, um, I don't know, <laughs> fitness level. 
Yeah, and look, there's a big argument. Oh, you know, I don't want to do too much cardio. It's going to kill my my gains in the gym. And look, I think a lot of that's rubbish. You look at some of the strong men now. Um, those guys are actually really fit, cardiovascular fit, and they're huge. Yeah. And, and they're a lot leaner these days than what they have been traditionally. Yeah. Which is a better look. And, you know, you're, better, you're better off with a slimmer physique than looking I like think a cloud with a belly. Yeah, and I think health, health wise. Speak for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> cloud with a belly. Right, That's Darren's nickname. <laughs> <laughs> we call him the human cloud. No, he doesn't have a belly. Yeah. You call him that. I call him shiny. Oh. <laughs> Shine like a diamond. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I guess, um, you know. Um, I was going to say something, but uh, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> it was obviously just, yes, yeah, something really compelling that you were going to say. Um, I think we sol- solved it, haven't we? Yeah, we've solved it. Weights first, but when we say weights first, obviously a bit of a warm up, five, five to 10 minutes of, like five minutes of sort of bit of cardio to get the heart rate up a bit. Yeah, or and just super light, high rep muscle work. Yeah, or just, yeah, use your body weight stuff is good. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. yeah, body weight stuff, bands. Oh, yeah, what I was gonna say is, you know, oh, here he is. He's totally come to him. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of young guys are like, "Oh, cardio. That's the last thing I want to do." You know, I just yeah. want muscles. But um, you know, here's a fun fact: if you have better cardio, you're gonna be um, having better workouts because you're gonna be fitter and overall, you know, just um, able to um, have a better output. Is yeah. there any any like chemical impact as well? Like, if you're doing more cardio exercise, does it make it easier to put on muscle without, unless you're burning through it? Um, like if you're doing more cardio, typically it's going to come at the expense no, yeah, of, I, I, I of building that. muscle. But you know, you're getting through the workout is what I was trying okay. to allude to. You know, so you're it's gonna, more endurance. Yeah, but yeah. your heart is a muscle as well. You know, you yeah. got to work on that muscle too. True. Look, if if your goal is to build muscle, you mm. still need to do cardio, but you would just have to adjust your caloric yeah. intake to to offset the activity that you've done. So you just make sure you're consuming enough calories. You're not going to mm. eat into muscle tissue just because you True. decide to do cardio. Okay. Yeah. Well, what what cardio do you guys recommend doing then? I like um, shorter form cardio, but higher intensity Sprinting. and less often. Yeah, like yeah. like what Deeran does sprints. I, I like to jump on the assault bike and sort mm. of do um, interval training on that. Yeah, same. Um, that's my preferred, but in saying that, I I do go for hour long walks. I like to mix it up, and yeah. I don't think I, <laughs> yeah, hand yeah. in hand with the wife, yeah. <laughs> sunset. Um, <yeah>. <laughs> 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 but I I mean mix it up, yeah. like because a, a high intensity cardio session isn't super fun, no. but going for a nice long walk down to the beach or whatever is quite nice and enjoyable and fun. It's not as yeah. yeah. I, I do a half an hour walk every day. To, to, to work. work, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's a it's a bit of a hill. <laughs> a sprint session can be really fun if you're doing it with a mate and you're competing. Yeah, that's a good way to do it. It is, and you know, I think that's an important point. Making your cardio sessions fun is probably mm. the key. You know, like playing basketball. Yeah, team sport. Is punching a punching bag, um, racing a friend, doing something yeah. like that. Um, racing make, a friend. Yeah. yeah. Grown men here. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'll race you to the shops. No. Uh, you go down you don't do that? Go down, <laughs> go down to the track together, yeah. just 200 yeah. meters. I'll race you yeah. to the bus stop. It's more like, I'll kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> you can't beat me. <laughs> yeah. No, I reckon that's key. Like for cardio, yeah. no, one wants to, no one wants to stand on a treadmill oh, boring and, shit. I know, and stare at the clock, like yeah. pass. 
find something else. Yeah. I, like, do, I do pretty much zero cardio outside of basketball. But that's enough. Like yeah. the amount of basketball you play, that that's cardio. Yeah. Like tra- between training and games. Mm. Yeah. Yes. And, and it's disguised as a fun activity. Cardio cardio has lots of benefits, you know, to your to your mm. mental health and uh, you know your ability to come up with ideas. Apparently. So mm. oh, really. Yeah. Um, you must do a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I've got a lot of stupid ideas. <laughs> ideas or jokes. <laughs> Well, you don't have any good jokes, so maybe you should step <laughs> it up. <laughs> I feel like all we've done today is try to convince sort of gym gym heads to go and do some cardio. But yeah. if, if yeah. that's the result, so be it. Yeah. Um, I think a mix of both is important. Yeah. yeah. So I got a Masashi quote. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. yeah, I do. I was hoping we forgot about that yeah, segment, I, but... I uh, <laughs> no, no, it's, it's a very, very relevant quote. Oh, of course. They're all relevant. Yeah. Are you guys ready? He's memorized it too. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh. a simple one. Yeah. Step by step, walk the thousand mile road. Step by step, walk the thousand mile road. Yeah. Cool. So just keep moving forward and you'll make progress. Is that uh, is just that the key here? Swing. Just keep moving forward? Well, you know, if you think about it as a thousand mile road, it's it's daunting. But if you just do one step at a time, you know, you can get there. So uh, Eventually you get to the end of the road. Exactly. So and you die. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, they brought it down then, didn't they? Come full circle, but yeah. Uh, I, that's important for goal setting, right? A lot of people sort of look at whether it's a muscle gain goal or a weight loss goal, you're always looking, oh, I want to get down to this amount of kilos. But I think setting short-term goals step-by-step, step, like you said, is a much more mm-hmm. achievable chunk-by-chunk chunk, yeah. and ev- eventually you get to sort of where you want to be. Yeah, yeah. to people who maybe just do just go to the gym and lift weights and don't do any cardio. You know, throw in, throw in, start with throwing in 10 minutes after every weight yeah, session. The first step is just starting. Just exactly. Go for a quick one. You'll enjoy it more than you think. Yeah. And uh, I know we've been talking about sprinting, but training is a marathon, not a sprint. You know, you mm. got you to gotta, you gotta think of the big picture and, you know, throwing in some cardio might help you. Definitely. But, but do it after you lift weights. Yes. <laughs> do it after you lift weights. <laughs> no, it's so true. Young, I mean, when you're young, you want everything straight away, right? But I think as you get older, you realize that you can't, you can't get there straight away, especially when you're, when you're lifting weights. And what is the end goal? Like, is it to get big? Because I can guarantee you'll go through that phase in your life. I want to get big and strong or whatever. Yeah, that remains, but it becomes less important. As you get older, it's more about longevity and health. And yeah, I'm the old guy in the room. I'm going to bang on about mm-hmm. it. But eventually, we're all going to get there. We're all going to have that similar mindset. Yeah. Well, my mindset has always been about getting stronger, you know, as a elite powerlifter. But now that I'm in the twilight oh. of my <laughs> powerlifting career, uh, you know. Maybe but you've always been about health as well. Like yeah, you're not yeah. your traditional powerlifter. Like if you were, you'd have a giant beard and a giant belly. Yeah. Well, I don't think you'd have a beard either. <laughs> 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 Might have a gap here where yeah. it tries to join up, but no, nah, I can I can grow a pretty big beard. Well, the challenge is set yeah. for the next yeah. podcast. Yeah. Duran's going to have a beard. Have Please. you seen these eyebrows? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the eyebrows. I'm out. <laughs> All right, everyone out there listening, tell us what you do. I'm keen to hear what everyone does and, and whether this podcast has influenced you to change or even start doing some cardio after weights. Mm-hmm. Email us at podcast.masashi.com. Check us out on Instagram and YouTube at Masashi Nutrition or our website, www.masashi.com. Heaps of new products coming out later this year, so stay tuned. We'll probably talk about our first new product launch in the next episode. It's um, it's pretty exciting, so stay tuned for those as well. 
That's it. Anything Masashi. else from you guys? Masashi out. Masashi out. Out. out.